Hey, everybody. Uh, free uh, speech is under attack, and it doesn't matter if you're a comedian like me or the commander in chief. And it's not just the media anymore. It's the people who run our hospitals and uh, teach our kids, the World Health Organization. We can't let this happen. We have to keep telling the truth. And that's what I try to do every day on this show. Uh, as you know, Twitter shadow banned me years ago. Uh, before I even knew what it was. And YouTube blocked me. I've been punched in the face after a show. I've been fired from a radio job. Uh, but they can't stop me, though, okay? I'm just going to keep coming at you like the raging bull. Uh, I'm putting the finishing touches on my new platform where I can say whatever the fuck I want. And yes, I'll be giving it away for free, just like Trump will with the vaccine. In the meantime, I'm going to use YouTube and use other platforms, and I mean use to help spread the word uh, so we are bigger and stronger when I finally uh, make the jump to the new platform. I also need your help to continue to build the platform and keep this show and future shows free. It ain't cheap to build this platform. Please consider contributing at www.nickdip.com and know that your contributions keep free speech and my style of free speech alive. Thank you guys so much. Welcome to the show on a filthy Monday, coming to you from Georgia, the great state of Georgia. How 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 you doing, folks? How was your weekend? Was it COVID filled? I hope filled with pus and throwing up and all kinds of fucking dirty Chinese diseases. <laughs> Trump's still reminding us it's from China. That's why I love him. Got a lot to tell. We'll touch on the debates, which were tremendous Thursday night. Uh, who guessed? Who guessed threatening the president with a mute button would turn him into like the best debate he ever had? And it did. He was concise, kept his cool, and it was Joe Biden lying with the help of the moderator who everybody kept saying, she did such a great job. She did such a great fucking job. Really? Somebody counted. She cut off Trump 34 times to Biden's four or something. Again, they just can't help themselves. Yes, she did a good job because there was a threat of a mute button. I really believe a uh, Down syndrome kid could have fucking sat in there with a nice helmet on. Nick, why do you have to say shit like that? Well, I don't know. My dad used to hit me. I guess I'm mean. <laughs> Anyways, Trump was terrific. Biden's a lying cocksucker like I have never seen. We always like to show clips of him fucking up. We could do an hour today of just him over the weekend. Isn't it fun watching Obama, by the way, give speeches to people in cars? This is a show of strength, huh? You're going to tell me Xi Ping isn't over there shitting his pants laughing, going, look what we did to these motherfuckers. They're in their cars beeping their horns. Meanwhile, Trump's got 35,000 people. The Northeast is such a faggy part of the country. I think Massachusetts might be the only state on Halloween this Saturday night. You'd have to wear a surgical mask over your Halloween mask. What are you, a doctor? No, I'm a pirate with COVID. Why are you smoking a cigarette, Nick? Well, I was doing the fucking vape thing all last night while I was watching the World Series, and I forgot I was sucking on something that has nicotine in it. By midnight, I was sick to my stomach. I went to bed. Uh, I went to bed at 2.30, loaded with nicotine in my gut, all sweaty. Still have low-grade fever. Can't get rid of the chills. I don't know what I got, folks. <laughs> but you know what? It's from China. It's from China. It's from China. This guy sent it over. How about if Trump comes out with one of those on the next rally? 
Huh? Unbelievable. Good to be here. I'm actually in a good mood. Hello. I'm Mr. Red. <laughs> Jason, you probably don't even remember that show, do you? It's a talking horse, and it was terrific. That's when TV was TV. Now we have talking whores like Nora O'Donnell and fucking Rachel Maddow and uh, just name anybody, Diane Sawyer. What happened to her? <sighs> Hello, Lana ladies. Hello, ladies of Spain. Let's get to it, huh? Let's get to it. <sighs> oh, fucking shiver right up my ass, see? Jesus. Somebody help me out there. Anyways, Joe Biden uh, is confused as ever. The only time he doesn't get confused when he's lying. He's right on the fucking money. But apparently, in Democrats, this is your nominee, thinks he's running against George W. He says he's going to beat him soundly. I'm surprised it wasn't H.W. Bush. Biden doesn't know who the fuck he's running against. I'm not making this up. Um, <laughs> people have stopped playing these clips. There's so many of them. Yet he's winning in the polls. You want me to believe that? Why don't you lick my taint right below the... Here's Joe Biden uh, telling you how he's going to beat his opponent soundly. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of George... Uh, Georgia, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where Georgia? if uh, Trump Georgia? gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> you'll find your way back to our world. And who's the retarded black girl doing the signals over there? Looks like the Jets offensive coordinator. How about Jill Biden sitting there? Not, you know, she wants to elbow him so hard going, hey, stupid. It's not George W. Then she said this to him. Henry, you know you're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that? What are we doing? What's going on right now? <laughs> you're running for president and you're winning, apparently. Oh, God help us, everybody. Look at Jill. I'd still throw her one, too. Nick, how old are you? Oh, pretty old. Don't want to get spooge on that suede jacket. Listen. <laughs> Biden uh, made some more gaffes this weekend. Now he's confusing what he calls hate groups with delicious uh, New Orleans sandwiches. Biden <laughs> Biden thinks Trump is uh, sending messages, you know, dog whistles to, um, like I said, a popular New Orleans sandwich. He called, oh, here you go. I can't. He says to the, about the poor boys, last time we were on stage here, he said, I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. What is this? Come on. That does not sound like a politician. Come on. I should be winning. Come on. You are winning, Joe. Uh-oh. Retard alert. Retard alert. That's right. He's sending uh, messages to a nice fried oyster, what we call a hero up north. Have you ever had a po' boy, folks? I have. Went to New Orleans. Look at that fucking thing. Fried oysters with pickles. you think it would be gross? That's something a pregnant woman would eat? I had two of those within six minutes when I got to New Orleans. Very, very yummy. So the Proud Boys are now the po' boys. They should change their name. It's less offensive. Stand down, po' boys. I'm on a diet. What? What'd you say, Joe? What are we doing? What's going on right now? No, what are you doing is the question. I still say he'll be the first president to um, soil himself the first time he gives a speech in public. Like a comedian did on The Tonight Show back in the 70s. Kip Adada, his name, was supposedly urinated while he was doing his first set on The Tonight <laughs> I don't know if there's footage of that, but that was the, uh, the old story. Biden is, uh, how do I put this in like um, layman's terms? He's a lying fuck. Biden lying about his involvement uh, with uh, Hunter and Burisma. He's, it, this is so, this is so beautiful. They release, right? We have that laptop. They, you know, Giuliani had to blow a Russian for apparently. 
Um, but the, we, they released all that, so we know it's fact, right? If you're living in the world we're living in. So the timing is so beautiful because that night he had to go out and everything that came out of his mouth was just a more blatant lie because everybody saw the laptop and the the actual emails. And um, honest to God, folks, I, I don't, I can't believe we got Trump doing business with fucking Ice Cube. I, I, I'm pinching myself. This is the craziest year on record. Um. Anyways, here's Joe lying about him and his son's involvement with Barisma. Go ahead, roll happened. that. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. Pause. I have not. Bad, bad acting right there. Bad acting. This, what were we talking about, right? He's That's how he tried to distance himself. Well, oh, oh yeah, China. Like it wasn't even on his mind. Joe, I've acted for almost six months. You're a terrible actor. That fucking stunk. Look at Trump's face. <laughs> he whipped Joe. And let me say something about Trump. I never thought he was that good at a debate. Even when in the primaries, at the end of all, remember there were like 10 people, like he beat all those Republicans. At the end of the night, it said he won the debates. And you know how big a Trump fan I am. I go, he didn't. Rubio sounded way smarter than him. About eight other guys did. And it would go at the end of the night, it would say Trump won. That was, again, a function of this country wanting an outsider. You know what I mean? I don't think they gave a fuck. But but with this debate, I got to honestly go, he fucking beat Joe Selly. I, I love how it backfired, this whole mute button thing. They thought they were going <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, you had nothing to do. Me and my son had nothing to do with uh, with Barisma. Yeah. That was Melania breaking shit in the Oval Office, watching it on a monitor. Here's Joe pretending he has a cock in his hand. Joe, you and your son. Biden Hunter Biden. Mama son. Anyways, the lies are so crystal clear now that we have all the facts in. And uh, holy shit, we had an ad already? The show's going by fast. When you have a fever and you don't feel good, you ever notice time like zings by? Anyways, um, this is the best product. And this is no disrespect to anybody else. Uh, we only pick shit I believe in, but I got to fucking, folks, sheath underwear, fellas, I am not kidding you. They're as silky as the latest pig that you picked up in a bar. Their underwear. Uh, sheath underwear. Invented by a soldier named Patton. I'll show you. I don't believe I'm going to do this. I'm heavier than ever. <laughs> See my military under? And I'm a tidy whitey guy my whole life. I never dug it. I always like the tidy whiteys. That way you can know if they're dirty. You know what I mean? Anyways, a guy named Patton invented him. Two tours of Iraq. And, um, and uh, I mean, like I said, <sighs> this looks like a threesome about to go down. A little fucking blonde wench in the middle. A couple of soldiers. Anyways, if these things were uh, good enough, uh, our friend Robert in sunblasted deserts of Iraq, you know it'll work wherever you live. Even in Georgia where you have swamp ass from April to fucking September. Uh, support this awesome veteran-owned company. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use promo code NickDip to get 20% off your first order. Every order comes with Sheath Underwear's 100% money-back guarantee. It, I'm telling you, I fucking love them. I walk around the house with them. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code NickDip. Get Sheath Underwear and let them support your balls. I never understood the lift and separate shit, but there's a little hole for your actual penis to go in, and it separates that from your balls. Now, unfortunately, my balls and my dick have never met. But that's my problem. But uh, seriously, get them. 
I got more coming to me. I'm going to pay for them this time. Uh, anyway, speaking of dirty underwear, Joe Biden was on 60 Minutes. Uh, so was the Presidente. But Joe Biden goes on there. And um, I can't watch 60 Minutes. I haven't for years because it's just a commercial for the Democrats. And and um, it, it, it's very, very hard. to. But the best part of the show is at the beginning when they go, I'm Molly Schaefer. I'm Dan Rather. I'm naming people who are already dead by now. I'm uh, the token black guy. I'm the Asian broad. Everybody's in their late hundreds. They all have osteoporosis. They're fucking with it. And Leslie Stahl, who I'd still throw one to. Nick, what are you not? Well, I just like to hear a girl's hips break. She's 106 and she's wearing a miniskirt. I can tell she was a piece of ass in the early 30s. Anyway, Sunday in an interview with the CBS of 60 Minutes, uh, Joe Biden responded to reports his son Hunter uh, used his position, which is doggy style, as vice president to leverage a lucrative deal with the Ukrainian energy company Barisma. He then shrugged off the story about his son as a pap smear campaign. Did I read that right? Oh, a smear campaign. Imagine having the balls to do that. You smug cocksucker. Fuck you. Hey, who are you talking to? Talk to me like that. Make me a sandwich. Uh, anyways, yeah, he's on there again lying about this. Uh, uh, I think we actually have a couple of clips of this jack off. Here's the first one. Him I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. Oh, really? Biden Hunter Biden. <laughs> Where am I? Um, he hasn't taken a penny. And you know why he said that? Let me explain to you people. Hold on. Let me get my uh, vape, which made me sick to my stomach. He didn't take a penny. And you know why he words it like that? Because I guess, you know, I'm no lawyer. But if you say I didn't take a penny legally, he's right because he took millions. Right. And there he is again, holding an imaginary dildo. Um, he didn't take a penny. Can you imagine after all that shit came out, having the balls to go on 60 Minutes? Right. And does anybody go now? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mr. Former Vice President, future uh, assassination attempt. Um, nobody calls him on it. What are you talking about? We just had a computer. Oh, and you know what they said? All these media outlets, we haven't verified that shit's true yet. Well, let me ask you a question, whores and pig faces. If that was uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s Laptop. Do you think you would have verified the shit? You think you would have ran it on a loop? Again, this is a rhetorical question. Of course you would have. You're so biased, you don't even know you're biased. Um, then, then she asked him this. Do you believe the recent leak of material allegedly from Hunter's computer is part of a Russian disinformation campaign. From what I've read and know, the intelligence community warned the president that Giuliani was being fed disinformation from the Russians. Pause. And Giuliani was being fed disinformation from who? Did he say the FBI? What did he say? The intelligence? Huh? No, no, no. But who? Who gave it to them? Can we start this over again? Since I can't focus today. Let me listen to this carefully so I can parse it with fucking bitch and whore. Do you believe the recent leak of material allegedly from Hunter's computer is part of a Russian disinformation campaign? Pause. That's a sick question. You're a sick fuck. And I'm not that sick that I'm going to answer it. That's what he should have said. It would have been more believable. Go ahead. What I've read and know the intelligence community. Pause. The intelligence community told Biden that Giuliani's being fed disinformation. You mean the intelligence community that was in on the fucking dossier leak and the whole Russiagate thing, the structs of the world and the Lisa Pay, that intelligence community was supposed to believe. <laughs> Go ahead the president that Giuliani was being fed disinformation from the Russians. 
And we also know that Putin is trying very hard to spread disinformation about Joe Biden. And so when you put the combination of Russia, Giuliani, the president together, um, it's Look just at her nodding. It's a smear campaign because he has nothing he wants to talk about. His, what is he running on? What is he running on? Pause. I'll answer that too, you fucking blonde-haired, blue-eyed devil. What is he running on? A treadmill. No, what is he running on? How about the greatest economy this world has ever seen before COVID hit? What is he running on? How about your ties to China and the Ukraine? How about you threatening to have the, and you had the uh, fucking prosecutor fight in Ukraine? What is he running on? He's got a ton of shit. How about he's getting a fucking big chunk of the black vote now? How about he crushed ISIS in about five minutes? Haven't heard a word from him. Anything? What are you running on? What are you running on, Joe, other than he did a dog shit job with COVID? There's 200,000 people dead. What are you running on? You're running on empty. Running on, running on. That's what you are. Joe, fuck you. Let me tell you something, Joe. Let me tell you something. You're communist. How'd you like it, huh? Eat octopus. Fight 10 times a day. But you on every corner, huh? How'd you like it? Handsome guy, though. I got to give him that much for an old man. I'm not gay or anything, but I'd give him a tug. All right. What are you running on? What a fucking arrogant motherfucker. You smug cocksucker. Fuck you. Her voice makes me harder than a shark's tooth in the belly of the beast. So he's making a real asshole of himself, and uh, I'm voting today. Me and the wife keep saying we're going to do it, and she keeps she's too busy fucking building an office that should be in the White House. I'm just going to go from the show and go vote somewhere. You guys want to know where? Uh, then Donald Trump, the president of the United States, maybe the greatest ever, and I say that with no irony whatsoever, because he's exposed to people like Biden and all the filthy whores and the media. And I'll say it again, if it all ended tomorrow, he did more than anybody. And that's uh, the problem in this country, the fake media. Anyways, he sat down with Leslie Stahl. And boy, I don't know what he heard before he sat down, but Mr. Trump had a hair across his ass, which was so refreshing. He did something that, uh, he did something that the last three Republican presidents didn't have the balls to do. He walked out on a totally biased fucking hit job. Uh, on 60 Minutes, he pretended to play nice for a little while. Um, but but I don't even know if I showed the beginning of it. The first thing out of her mouth, she goes, are you ready for some tough questions? Can you imagine if Brett Baer said that to Obama? Racist, right? Are you ready for some tough questions? Now, again, Trump should have said, are you ready for some honest answers, you Skeletor? Whatever that is. I'm not a nerd. Somebody Google it. His, uh, so Trump's 60 minutes interview, uh, ironically, lasted about 45 minutes. Maybe not even that much, but here's a little clip. Do you think... Look at him, he's pissed already. ...that your tweets and your name-calling are pretty turning people off? No, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have social media. Well, but the media is fake. And frankly, if I didn't oh, have social oh, media, oh, I oh. have no way of getting out in my voice. Do you know what you told me a long time ago Pause. when I... As you were finger popped me in a limo. Remember in 1972, we just we just left the, the Club USA in downtown Manhattan and you were finger popping me. Remember what you said to me? This is the tightest pussy I've ever grabbed. Now, I know you're famous, too. You can grab my mushroom. Go ahead. Asked why you keep saying fake yeah. media. Yeah. You said to me, I say that Trump because I need to dis uh, discredit you. So that when you say negative things about me, no one will believe you. I don't you. have to discredit you. But that's what You've you told me. You've discredited yourself. You know, I didn't want to have this kind of angry. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Well, then you brought up a lot of subjects that Well, I said I'm going to ask you tough up. questions. They were inappropriately but brought up. Right from the beginning. <laughs> no, your first question was, this is going to be tough questions. Why? You don't ask Joe Biden. I saw your interview with Joe, the interview with I Joe Biden. I never did a Joe it Biden interview. It was a interview. joke. The interview, 60 Minutes. I see 
Joe Biden giving softball after softball. I've seen all of his interviews. He's never been asked a question that's hard. Okay, but forget him because for a minute. No, but you start with me. You're president. And Excuse me, Leslie, you started with me. Your first statement was, are you ready for tough questions? Are you? That's no way to talk. There's no way to talk. At this point, one of our producers interrupted to advise about the time remaining you in the interview. You fucking whore. I think yeah, we have enough it. Go home, get my dinner here. ready. Okay, that's enough. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Look at her. Let's go meet for two seconds, okay? Thanks. I'll see you in a little while. Thanks. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. She's scared. I almost feel bad for her. She sounded like my mom, an old lady going, yeah, but you've said this and you've said that. You're kind of mean, aren't you? Trump's like, you know what? I have had enough. Bye bye. I have had enough of this horse shit. And she says, be careful. Don't bang your head on that boom mic. And he's like, you be careful. You get osteoporosis. You dress like an 18 year old. What are you thinking, Leslie? <sighs> Folks. Come on. How do you not love this guy? Honest to God. Make me a sandwich. Make me a fucking sandwich. And our make me a sandwich. Hey, Vinny, we got to go on a diet tomorrow. Sandwiches. Only Italians think having a sandwich is a diet. Uh, Kamala Harris, the first um, Jamaican slash Indian, not black. And again, you call a Jamaican uh, like African-American, they'll fucking slice you with those machetes they have. Nick, what kind of talk is that? Um, anyway, she was out there spewing her horse shit, lying about Trump and, and how he's a racist and stuff. I noticed she's got a neck that rivals Michelle Obama's, by the way. Nick, that's called an ad hominem attack. Why do you um, get off the issue and go right to personal attack? Well, I learned it from watching the left. It's worked very well for all of them. But uh, she's out there. And again, in the, in the day, I bet she was a piece of ass. But I like to get her and Leslie in a fucking wrestling match in there, a pillow fight. And, and Kamala hits uh, Leslie Stahl with a pillow that it literally breaks her arm off because it's all fucking old and Caterpillar-like. Uh, she's out there lying. And you can, you can proof check these. Uh, about Trump. They did a nice job. I think it was Breitbart breaking down, but I didn't need Breitbart. I sat there and go, that's a lie. First of all, listen to the tough question that Nora O'Donnell asked her. I mean, these are hard hitting. Can you imagine a, a, a female working for CBS makes her liberal automatically asking another liberal, do you think Trump is racist? You know what that is? It's like this. Here you go. You, got, you, you ready? T-ball. Hit that one out of the park. Go ahead. Do you think the president is racist? Yes, I do. What a question. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, uh, you uh, can look at a pattern that goes back to him questioning the identity of the first black president of the United States. Pause. He also did that with Ted Cruz. Remember, because Ted Cruz is from Canada. And, uh, you know. Just... A liar, liar, whore, liar, whore. You know it. And by the way. He is from Kenya. Oh, Nick, you can't. Yeah. Hey, Ann Coulter. Sorry. That's what I stopped following you. And I love you. But that's when you you're like, no, we have proof that he's from Hawaii. Eh. Next. You can look at Charlottesville when there were peaceful protesters and on the other side, neo-Nazis. And he talks about fine people on either side. Calling pause. Mexican pause. Fucking pause. <laughs> Fucking bitch. That one, I debunked the day it happened. That night they were saying, he said, five people on both sides. Wasn't, I, I can't explain this again, but there were other people at that rally other than Nazis and, you know what I mean? And far leftists. There were actually normal people there. And that's who he was referring to. And they did the Trump, Trump administration did a horrible job of handling that one. They should have jumped on it that night, but they let it go. And since then, he's what, how many times has he denounced uh, racists and the Klan? How many times? Literally 150 times. Kamala Harris is a hack. You understand that? She's not even a good politician. She might have been a good prosecutor in California when she was putting all those young black males in jail. Remember? Um, but she is just a fucking hack. 
These are these are talking points that the left has been using now for three years. And that's the best she can come up with. And a good hard hitting question, Nora. <sighs> Karen, why did you say that, Karen? <laughs> they were gonna find the real question. No, they weren't. Go ahead. Rapists and criminals? His first order of business was to institute a Muslim ban? Pause. Another falsity. He, you know what he did? He put a ban on all the fucking uh, countries that Obama considered uh, terrorist ridden. And by the way, the Supreme Court upheld the ban that Trump. So look at her there. There she is touching herself with a candlestick. What? what kind of talk is that? That's her after somebody just knocked her out with smelling. So I don't like her John Amos nose either. Father from good times. Nick, that's really mature. I hope so. You fucking hypocrite. Go ahead. Let it roll. More spewing lies. It all speaks for itself. President Trump has said he denounces racism and white supremacy. Yes, he has. Why don't you show a clip of him doing that? Why don't you show a clip of him doing that? Birtherism. You know who started birtherism, by the way? I forgot the most important part. Hillary Clinton started that, that he wasn't. Yeah. It was all about him being eligible to be president. And like I said, he shit on, uh, I almost said Tom Cruise. <laughs> Look, Tom Cruise is from Canada. Can't be president. Not a bad actor. Met him. Nice guy. Incredible people. Anyway, she's full of shit. She lied uh, for, is that it for her? Yeah, thank God. Not even a good, not even a good um, politician. Um, yeah, that whole, uh, that whole ban on, uh, on the Muslims, that was horrible. Allah Akbar, who's this Allah guy? Ali Akbar. <laughs> so she lied about four things and, and they've been disproven. That's all she has is talking points. And uh, again, Nora Donald throws her fastball down the middle. You know, you think, and he's right. You think you, they'd ever go to him, um, Mr. President, you think Joe Biden uh, made money in China? How about asking that question? Can you please? Hey, guys, as you know, uh, I'm a stand-up comedian, even COVID or no COVID. My fans don't give a rat's ass. They'll come out there and they came out there on polio. That's when I started my career, by the way, right right after the polio hit. And they limited anybody with more than one crutch had to stay out of my show. Uh, but I'm back on the road again, doing what I've been doing for 33 years and providing and, and, and proving that COVID is total pupukaka. Uh, next weekend, I'll be at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. Uh, and you know what? I had such a good time at this club last time I was there. And because of the response I got in Huntsville and I and and, and Nashville, I can't wait to go, go out there. And uh, it's a great club. I'm going to be there uh, Friday and Saturday, November 6th and 7th. If you're in the area, and when I say in the area, I mean, even if you're in Vermont, just get on the highway. And get over there. On the 19th, I'll be at the Improv in Raleigh, North Carolina. They're still working out the COVID rules there. So I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But if it does, uh, I look forward to it because North Carolina is great too. And then I'll be back in Las Vegas. As you know, uh, my manager, Tommy Nicky, has the most beautiful room in Las Vegas at the Plaza Hotel and Casino. They actually shot scenes from the movie Casino there and a few other. It, it, it's just gorgeous. I'll be there Friday, November 20th, Saturday, November 21st doing one show each night. Uh, you want tickets to all these shows, go through my website at nickdip.com and click on touring. And after that, click on merchandise. And after that, click on egg salad recipes. <laughs> so uh, we mentioned earlier that Mr. Trump is kicking ass with the uh, black folk in this country. And we know it was a matter of time. We did. Why? Because Trump's a New Yorker. And um, here's what young black men like about him. He's not PC, even though PC protects them. Uh, I've never seen, I haven't seen anybody getting in showbiz getting fired because they said something too liberal. But but they do like the truth, right? And, 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 and they're finally catching on to it. And Trump is not just taking their vote for granted. He can't, right? 
So anyways, he did something this week that really, besides doing some business with Ice Cube, we'll get to that. And there's nothing funny than Chris Wallace calling Ice Cube Cube. Like they grew up in the hood together in fucking Florence and Normandy. President Trump granted clemency this week to Charles Duke Tanner. Well, who's that, Nick? That's Charles Duke Tanner right there. That's his, that's his yearbook picture in high school. I think he might have been a troublemaker. He's a former professional boxer who had already served 16 years of his 30-year sentence for a nonviolent drug crime. And um, I think, uh, well, I'll tell you what he said. It might be, maybe I'm, am I going to say what he said in the clip? You know, Jace, this copy. Anyways, he's, they said to him at the prison, hey, you're going home today. President Trump signed clemency for you, and uh, you have to get out of here. That's what they said. All right, get out. Get out. And he started praying right there in the office, he said, which is tremendous. Uh, anyways, his, his, uh, his, I think it was his lawyer, Melton, said, we started with a case that was highly over-sentenced uh, to the sentence and being commuted to being granted clemency to freedom. That's what Melton said. He says, I was there every step of the way. And you know who else was? Trumperini. On Wednesday, Trump granted clemency to Tanner and four other people convicted of committing drug and uh, financial crimes. Tanner said he learned the news Wednesday morning when he was called into the prison office. Uh, here he is talking, uh, thanking the president. First and foremost, I want to give all the praise and glory to God. Oh, my thank God, he's you. calling thank Trump God. For, for, for hearing me, but President Trump, I just want to thank you for giving me a second chance and believing in me and reading, reading my petition. I'm just so thankful. It's just 20 years ago, I fought at the Trump Casino, and now you signed to give me clemency. First, I didn't know it was real until I was able to bring and touch this little guy right here. I left him when he was two years old, President Trump. You reunited me back to my family. Good I man. lost my mother and my father, but I got him. And this is what I live for. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you so much. I'm from Pause. the bottom of my There are liberals' heads exploding. All That's the biggest threat, you know. The Republicans ever get the black vote. Then they are done, the cheese dicks. And uh, they must be watching this going, you got to be shitting me. And you can't just say it's a one-off and he's doing it for this reason and that reason. Um, the guy was a businessman in New York City, grew up in Queens. He's been dealing with people of color his whole life. And they like him because he's flashy with his money and he's got a big mouth. And he's not just, he puts his money where his mouth, there's no friggin', you know, the other night of debate, he goes, hey, I'm the least president, least racist person in this room. He goes, I'm definitely the least since Abraham Lincoln. I, uh, it's hard to fucking argue with that. Anyways, go ahead. All, all praise and glory go to God. Thank you. Thank you to the whole Trump administration because you guys read it. Now, wait a minute. Hold all on. All the people. Hold on. Who are you thanking? The Trump or God? Pick one, man. Can't be both. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, that's it. Tana said he plans to initially stay in Indianapolis to be close to his son, who's a freshman in college and studying business. That's pretty good, man. He's in jail and the kid's got his shit together. The Gary, by the way, Gary, Indiana. Oh, my God. That is the horrible place. That's where Michael Jackson grew up, isn't it? Oh, Wayne, Indiana. I don't know. Right near there. Gary Native said he's uh, he's not seen the last of his boxing days. He plans to make a return to the ring. That'll be, can you imagine the numbers he'll get just because Trump is behind him? He's gonna keep lightning and you're gonna crap thunder. That's Trump in his corner. <laughs> you need a manager, Tony, you need a manager. <laughs> you, you remind me of uh, Rocky Marciano. You, got, uh, you stand like I got a, see this? I got a vegetation on my ear and I got a mushroom cap for a dick. He'll knock you into next week, Terry. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I hope he fights it. He's got he's to fight in a Trump casino if there's any open. Right? Imagine that. 20 years ago, he fought there. Now this guy's giving him clemency. It's a, folks, come on. It's an American story. He said, I got a huge blessing, and I plan to use that to help, uh, 
to help bless others. Tana said, I want to show true redemption and start being a positive part of the community uh, once uh, I was once part uh, of destroying. My wife said that to me. I should turn it around. Tana plans to return to Gary and create a boxing program for youth that will also center around mentorship and life skills. Um, how old was he, though? Oh, by the way, mentioning boxing and pugilist uh, sports, did you see my boy Gagey get beat by Khabib? That Khabib is a badass. He is a bad motherfucker, and he's also... But he put his fucking gloves down. He's never going to fight again, he says. And, you know, when Muslims say shit like that, they mean it. But I hope that's not true. Please tell me. That's sort of like, I'm feeling cheated. It's like uh, when you're playing poker and the guy wins the first five rounds and he goes, I got to get out of here. That's what I feel like. This guy's got all the skills. No doubt the best guy, I think, to step in the room. He, this guy can do anything. And he choked out my boy Gaethje, who's still a badass. But So he's gone. Amanda nu I'm digressing, I know. He's gone. Amanda Nunez, she stopped to have a baby with her girlfriend. I don't know how that works. Something to do with a crazy straw and some cool whip. I don't know how it works. I'm not a doctor over here. What do we got? More video? Oh, yeah. We got, uh, we got him meeting his son, right? For the first time. Imagine that. Not my dad. You also hear something. Oh, fucking. No, no, no. Not my dad. <laughs> that was his son just busting dad's ball. Look at that moment. Hey, liberals, how does that feel? How does that feel? Tana had served 16 years as of what I call a 30-year bit for his part in a drug conspiracy. Tana, who initially faced a life sentence, took part in an educational courses and completed hundreds of hours of educational program. See, that's where I differ from guys like that. I would like, I'd be so negative. I'm like, no, I'm going to rot and die in here. Well, but take some courses. Maybe a president, what? Are you fucking GED? What's that going to do? Tana plans to return to Gary, create a boxing program that I already read about. I think I put that in there twice. Maybe I'll take it. I have a horrible left hook. I fell myself. I hit a heavy bag in my fucking uh, shed. <laughs> I, want to, I wanted to take some video of me hitting it, but I don't want to be shit on. It's hard to look tough when you're hitting a heavy bag and there's like a rake behind you and a piece of canoe. and some <laughs> But it looks like the shithole that Mr. T... Uh, trained in in Rocky Three. Remember, he was in that little dungeon. Anyways, uh, so Trump is kicking some serious ass uh, as far as getting black votes. And I got to tell you, folks, win or lose, that makes the Dems very nervous. We have proof that he's doing well. A new survey found that President Trump's approval rating among likely black voters skyrocketed between Monday and Friday of this week. The results of the Rasmussen Report's daily presidential tracking poll found that Trump's approval among likely black voters went from 25 percent on Monday to 46 percent on Friday. Like my YouTube numbers. How about that? Huh? Because they know he's not, he's, and boy, they must feel bad. We call him a, <laughs> we call him a racist and all that shit. But, but you know why? The black voters realize, and they finally woke up. I give Kanye West all the fucking ink on this one. He's the one who made him realize that the Democrats have been playing them for years, right? And taking their vote uh, for granted. You're entitled to shit. Exactly. And they're waking up, folks. Do you understand? By the way, those are two receivers for the Lions that he pardoned after they had a horrible <laughs> two years with the Lions. <laughs> Anyways, those are Trump supporters right there. And there's a ton of them of all colors. And uh, guess what happened in New York City? I'm going to show you this clip. It made me sick. Look, I'm a Bostonian and I uh, moved down to New York when I was 20, 27, right? 
and uh, never been to a place like it. Really is. It, it, it's there's no place like it. Um, that's hard to say with the Bostonian. We have that inferiority complex, but New York says there's no place like it, and they have ruined it. De Blasio has broken it. I mean, damaged the hard drive. Anyways, this weekend, anti-Trump protesters hurled eggs and insults at supporters of the president. They had a little pro-Trump rally in New York, right? Giuliani was in his friggin' car and is not driving. I mean, obviously he was in a, <laughs> wasn't going through it in a Hyundai with his window open. Uh, anyways, he, the former mayor, and you remember he was the mayor of America even after 9-11, although the libs still hated him. I know they were hiding. Uh, as he rolled through Manhattan uh, in a convoy on Sunday, they were throwing eggs, all kinds of shit. Watch these vile, angry people. And, and I can't believe we're watching New York in this clip. It's like fucking Seattle. That's huh. faggot stuff. You want to call it by its name? That's strictly for fags. In one clip, he's seen rolling down the passenger window, the SUV. He's riding in and calls out to a cop. He says, Lieutenant. And the cop goes, I'm a sergeant. Um, that was funny. Rody's like, ah, the Russians told me to say that. Uh, anyways, he walks over to the vehicle, which pulls away uh, after the two speak briefly with Giuliani, seemingly uh, pointing out to vocal demonstrators who are yelling repeatedly at Giuliani. Fuck you, Rudy. You're a piece of shit. Can you imagine? This is New York. Uh, check it out. Here's a clip. Giuliani, fucking scum. Gentlemen. New York friggin' city. Imagine. Completely destroyed. Who built it up? Giuliani. And Bloomberg took over with Giuliani. And then he showed his true colors as the liberal jack off that he is. Um, but completely stripped to the bones. It's a ghost town. And uh, look at the hate. This could, to me, this could be Portland. It could be Seattle. Any of the fucking shitholes. But those are anarchists and uh, all kinds of shit. They're just fucking. They're know. bringing drugs. Yes, they are. They're bringing crime. Yes. They're rapists. Yes, and they some, are. I assume, are good people. No, they're not. Those are all filthy anarchists and uh, Biden supporters. You guys have to be embarrassed, you Sarah Silvermans and all you stupid fucks, Pat Oswalt. How do you feel about a city that made you famous or helped make you famous? Huh? Everything you believe in. Are you, are you proud of that? One protest is seen ripping a back the blue flag from the side of a SUV in the caravan. And uh, demonstrators also clashed with anti-Trump protesters in Times Square, where a video shows the two sides exchanging punches as red paint is splashed on vehicles in the caravan. One clip, an apparent counter-protester, can be seen swinging at a pro-Trump, of course, from behind, like the pussies that they are, uh, before running away, only to have this pro-Trumper uh, do what I used to do to my brother when he's running away. Uh, Want to see a beautiful trip? Check this out. Can I see that again? It's slow motion. It was just so perfectly executed, man. It's not too much trouble. I don't know how it works. Watch this beautiful trip, folks. Oh, that guy catches his hip and head on the cement. Somebody give that man a star. Okay, where's the audio? Oh, goodness. Oh, he went down like a candidate. Bang, bang. All right, let's go to the next clip with this Amadio, whatever the fuck. Some more fighting going on. 
Police also said at least seven people were arrested uh, during the unrest. Two cops were injured in the melee. Again, this is New York City, folks. Uh, there were four arrests in Times Square, including a protester who tried to stop a police officer from busting someone for taking a flag and others for throwing eggs, including at a cop's face. Again, New York City. Uh, police at a protest was also arrested for spraying pepper spray at a family of seven that was inside a vehicle that was part of the uh, uh, part of the caravan. Do we have the other clip then brawling? It's later. What? The, the story's over. Oh, let it run then. It gets uglier, right? I love this guy. Right in the middle he goes. Want a piece of me? Oh, look at all the leftist scum. Oh, that's right. Look, that's a girl. Pause. See the girl in there kicking the guy? Oh my God, it's my fan. I used to want to fuck girls and I want to open their heads with a claw hammer. You see her in there? Feminists actually have them believing they're physically up to the task of fighting a man. Do you see her kick the guy in the ass? Probably Sarah Silverman. Whoa! Oh my God, that's the greatest city in the world. It was. Thank you, de Blasio. Liberals even hate you. What does that say? Oh, thank you, Billy. You destroyed New York. Speaking of thank yous, I want to thank all the contributors to the show. This was since what? Thursday? One-time contributions. Uh, Donna Bussell, Michigan. Uh, Peter Gonzia, Illinois. Uh, Louis Sendon, New York. Kyle Anderson, Utah. Roger Spaulding, Pennsylvania. Uh, Linda Rosado, New Jersey. Uh, Arnold Colbert, Illinois. Uh, Matthew Tracy, Virginia. AJ Corte, Ohio. Tim Kinch, Massachusetts. Ira Gretlight, Florida. Rocco Mirali, West Virginia. Paul Sagnella, Connecticut. These are flying by. John Schmidt, Washington. <laughs> Hetty Leitner, Pennsylvania. Joseph Shepard, Georgia. Uh, Eric Siebert, New York. Uh, Holden Acock, Arizona. <laughs> Kelly Hubbard, Michigan, Holden Acock. Bonk. Jonathan Bergman, uh, Michael Cipriani, Fernando Hildago, Christian Blunt, Chris, and Bill Dew. <laughs> There's your names on the screens over old glory. Thank Those are the uh, monthly supporters of Patreon. Thank you guys um, so much. We also have a Patreon question. Okay. Bill Du just read his name. Do you have any good stories about the late great Greg Giraldo, a very underrated comedian? First of all, he's not an underrated comedian. Can I tell you why he's not underrated? He's been dead since 2010, and his albums are in the top 20 still. I hope I do that well when I pass. Um, great comedian, great, even a greater guy. And that shows you, I was talking to my buddy how bad heroin is. I mean, this kid went to fucking Harvard Law School. Dropped out to be a comedian, so uh, maybe he's not as bright as I thought. But uh, anyway, no, super guy. And um, and uh, do I have any good stories about him? Yes. Well, the first time he opened for me at Princeton at Catch a Rising Star, I come off the stage, and what's he doing? He's mauling my wife. <laughs> he was hitting on my wife. <laughs> and um, in a nice way, though. And I said, I fucking like this kid. And, and he was so funny before me. I'm like... Last time I worked with this kid, I don't have to work this hard. Um, and uh, what else? Oh, and another time he got some award, a Mac award or something in New York City for best comic that year or whatever the fuck. And um, he was doing, I was doing a benefit that night at some theater and he came over to watch me. And then we went out and uh, started drinking and I'm like, eh, fucking he doesn't know how well I could drink it. Then after about his seventh shot of tequila to my third, I went, holy fuck, I got to bow out. <laughs> uh, another story, Bill. Um, tough crowd. He comes in, I'm making notes in the green room. And he goes, DePaula, you're so goddamn competitive. And I went, yeah, what the fuck? Anyways, so he says that, right? Then they go, uh, showtime, so we have to go down the hallway and shit. Uh, me, Norton, and the other guy, whoever's on the show, walk down the hallway. How, and who's hiding under the staircase making final notes? On his pad, Geraldo. I go, who's fucking? Uh? <laughs> but he and, and the other thing I loved about him, every time he saw me, and he's from Queens, he's a real New Yorker. 
But every time he saw me, he'd make up some Italian. He'd go, Gazzazza! And he'd fucking hug me. He'd make up some Italian name. And uh, his wife's great, too. And uh, yeah, God bless him, man. And I hear him all the time on the radio, you know. And he really was a terrific comic and, and smart guy, too. Uh, Delta Airlines, uh, I let the story go by, but I'll make it up in my head anyways. Delta Airlines, you know what they're doing? These fucking Nazi motherfuckers. They have a no-fly list now that 460 passengers are on that refuse to wear masks. I don't get it. They don't, they don't let you on the plane, do they, if you don't have a mask on? So why, I mean, and you put them on a no-fly list. Guys, do you understand it's here, socialism or whatever? There's lists being built. Eventually, they're going to have social credit scores like China does. In other words, if you don't exercise enough, you get a minus one. That's where we're headed. Um, the airline told employees on Thursday that it has added 460 passengers who have refused to mask up to a no-fly list. I mean, what is going on here? No, 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 no. Do we have a video for this or no? No. Yeah. So in other words, if you don't wear a mask, guys, your name's right next to Muhammad Atta's cousin. You're that bad. You're a terrorist because it is fake COVID shit. Let me ask you a question. I'm watching the NFL last night, right? Watching the NFL. The uh, Arizona, and by the way, I got three right this weekend. I'm 90th defending champion out of 100 people, embarrassing myself. Uh, anyways, I'm watching Arizona and the Seahawks, right? They're battling it out for an hour. It goes into overtime. They come out for the coin toss at overtime. The two players that come out for the coin toss, they have masks on. They just spent... Two and a half hours spitting and exchanging headbutts and biting each other. And now they have masks on. If you don't think this is not organized, you can suck my left, right, and middle nut. What? Can you imagine? They played football for two and a half, three hours, and now they, they have to put a mask on. You guys, it's propaganda. It's a schmear. Back to the mask thing. The president of uh, Delta, seen here, let me guess, Colbert fan? Look at this. He looks like a fucking a reporter for The Daily Show. Wearing a mask, he says, is among the simplest and the most effective actions we can take to reduce transmission, which is why Delta has long required them for our customers and our people. Delta CEO Ed Bastian said in a letter to his staff. And um, all I have to say to Big Ed is... Shut your fucking mouth! No problem, Shut the fuck up, you cunt! Oh, Nick, come on. He's just trying to do the best he can. The airline industry has already uh, taken a massive hit during the COVID-19 pandemic, forcing many airline companies to start, to start furloughing workers. Earlier this month, Delta reported a $5.38 billion loss in revenue. Oh, poor you! Is that supposed to make me feel bad? I've been flying for 30 years to comedy clubs all over the world. And you put me in, in, in this fucking leg room hasn't changed unless you're on jet blue. You throw us a bag of peanuts. The fucking stewardess is a moody in, in the late 70s. I'm glad you lost a billion. Hope you lose a billion more. I'll take a caravan to my next fucking gig. He says, with the cold weather months approaching, stopping the spread will be crucial to our recovery from the pandemic and Delta's return to growth and leadership within our industry, he wrote. Oh, my God, I hope it helps. Delta has also announced they'll resume selling middle seat tickets in the new year based on consumer sentiment and confidence in air travel. I got news for you. Nobody's going to vouch for you to put a guy in the middle seat. You might as well remove that middle seat and call it the new normal. You really think your fucking consumers are going to go, yeah, put that third, put that middle seat. Nobody wants that seat. Nobody. Let me tell you something, Ed. I tell you, no kiss on a flight. Hey, folks, in sports news, great weekend, by the Did you see the World Series? Game, did you see game four, how it ended? Oh, my God. First of all, it was the greatest, one of the greatest World Series games. They changed leads like three times with home runs. I mean, late in the game. I'm sitting there biting my nails. You know, I said that fucking Tampa was going to. Uh, anyways, if you didn't see it, 
And I reg, what the fuck? I'm shrinking. Is that a side effect of COVID? What the fuck happened? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the bar. Uh, <laughs> did, uh, did you guys see game five? I think it was. Oh, my God. God, look, real quick, I just have to tell you, I love sports. I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. And I know I'm a hypocrite. I'm watching the NFL. But at least I boycott the NBA since 1985. That makes up for it. Uh, anyways, Tampa Bay's got guys in first and second, bottom of the ninth, two outs. The guy's down to his last strike, Brett Phillips. What's he do? Singles to right field. The right center. The center fielder comes in, boots the ball. One guy's already scored. Now a Rosarina, who, by the way, is the MVP of the whole playoff, he tries to score from first. He rounds third. He falls down three quarters of the way home. The right fielder hits the cutoff man, the first baseman. And, I mean, he's only 25 feet from the catcher. He goes to throw to the catcher. The catcher doesn't know Rosarina had fallen down. He thinks he's got to do one of those sweep tags, right? He misses it. The guy throws it to him. It goes off his catcher's bit because he was trying to do this at the same time. Goes behind them. Rosarina crawls to the plate for the winning run. And the place goes shithouse. And then last night, the Dodgers showed the thunder that they, I didn't realize that, I didn't know Kershaw was going to show up this playoff season. And it's, I didn't know their pitching was so good. But you know what? I'm going to say it again, folks. <laughs> I was wrong about a while. I was wrong about Biden being the nominee. I'm telling you, Tampa Bay is going to win this series. They're down three to two. Take it from me. And if I'm wrong, what are you going to do? But speaking of sports, uh, you football players, oh, 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 you football players, uh, fans, get your fucking shit together. I just saw this in passing last night. Antonio Brown apparently let out of a Turkish prison. There he is after he caught a touchdown. That's what he was wearing, by the way. Last time he played, he caught a touchdown from Brady in New England. He had that coat on in the end zone. Uh, months after Buccaneers head coach shut down the possibility of his team signing Antonio, I'm a crazy motherfucker, Brown, the star wide receiver on Saturday finalized a one-year contract with Tampa Bay that is worth slightly over the minimum and includes incentives. And some of those incentives are free pussy, uh, <laughs> cocaine, and fur coats. <laughs> Do you believe... Guys, Brady threw four touchdown passes two weeks in a row now. But the other guys, Evans and those great receivers, are banged up apparently. But he's got Gronk. Now this guy, oh my God. Look out, because Brady's throwing it around like he used to. You get Antonio on there and Tampa's got a good defense? I mean, and they asked for one quote from Antonio. They said, what are you going to do when you get out there with Brady? Run through a motherfucker face. Exactly. Now where am I for a coat at? Well, Tom Brady has reportedly been uh, the 32-year-old Brown's biggest supporter. Arians, the coach, told uh, Tiki and Turney, that's a great show, in March that uh, Brown signing with Tampa was not going to happen because it's a, not a fit in our locker room. Well, of course not. He doesn't fit in anybody's locker room. Except for, you know, some cheerleaders. Arians, who coached Brown as the offensive coordinator for the Steelers, also told ESPN's Adam Schefter in 2019 uh, that with Brown, there was too much miscommunication and too much diva. But with Brady's top two receivers, uh, Chris Goodwin, uh, Godwin, excuse me, and Mike Evans playing through injuries, Brown is set to join the Buccaneers 4-2 and two as soon as his eight-game suspension for violating the NFL's personal smack-my-bitch-around Conduct policy is up in a week. So, oh my God, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Brown has a history of beating the, No, Brown has a history uh, with Bruce Arians. It's not a great history, Fox NFL Insider Glazer said. He spoke to Arians on Friday. Early on when Tom Brady signed with the Bucks, he did bring up Antonio Brown. But back then, Bruce Arians told him an emphatic no, unless their wide receiver uh, core got injured. Well, here we are. Since a, a brief cameo with Brady and the Patriots last year, Brown has been accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, played it to no contest. There he is, smacking a bitch around. It's Keith Jackson. Uh, <laughs> to burglary, battery, burglary of an unoccupied uh, conveyance, and criminal mischief stemming from a separate <laughs> incident. There's something wrong with the black man's mind. There's something wrong with his mind. Maybe, but his hands and his feet are great. Anyways, that is it for today. I'm excited because when Brady left the Pats, and I, I'm old enough, I've seen this shit happen. I said, I just hope he goes to a team that gives him the receivers he deserves. And uh, this is going to be fun. 
Is it not? I think it is. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Uh, don't forget nickdip.com to make your contributions. Don't forget cameo.com if you want me to roast somebody. I'll make a personal video on my phone and send it to them a minute so. Go to cameo.com, click on my um, bio, tell me a little about the person that you want roasted, and they'll be glad to do it. Uh, anything else? I think that is it. Uh, you guys think it. I will always say it. You're very welcome. We'll see you back here tomorrow at the same time. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.